Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss. Things are a bit different for this episode. We've decided to celebrate 100 main episodes of this podcast that William and I started many, many moons ago. We've decided to release the pilot episode we did back in December 2017 that has never been heard before. Why have we decided to do this? Uh, Well, it seemed a good time since we've reached 100 main episodes for our 101st main episode to be the previously unheard, as you say, pilot. We're going to go back in time. William's going to get more and more uptight. Jordan's going to become a bit more of a lad. And uh, Ben's not going to say anything at all. So, great. I Can I just say, I cringed a lot listening back to this. What was the biggest cringe moment? Um, pretty much all, every time I spoke. <laughs> but that's just your voice. And can I just say, I sound very hoarse. No, we've been over this before. It's hoarse. I sound very hoarse because, well, putting it bluntly, I was heavily on the piss at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I was, you know, I was, I was a lot younger then. I was out every weekend. So, not good for the old voice. It, it's a, it's an interesting listen, G and Divas. We hope you enjoy it. <laughs> It's a very interesting listen. The fact that I kept calling it the bonnet as well. No, you called it the bont. The bon- <laughs> Start the episode. Good God. <clears throat> Let me do my warm-ups. Red lorry, yellow lorry, red lorry, yellow lorry, red lorry, yellow lorry, red lorry, yellow lorry. She sells seashells on the seashore. She sells seashells on the seashore. It's like working with Julie Andrews. Right, ready when you are. <laughs> is help I sexted my boss. We're here to help you navigate the challenges of modern life. For example, William, my uncle Justin is having a Chinese for his Christmas dinner this year. What do you think about that? Right, well, that's that's a bit ridiculous, eh? I mean, I've never met your uncle Justin. I'm sure he's a jolly nice chap. But I wouldn't have Chinese for a traditional Christmas lunch. Well, he can't be bothered cooking. He says the kids never eat it, so they get a Chinese. Right, well... And Yuletide felicitations to him. Another example, um, my mum wanted me to show you this present that she's got my dad for Christmas. She's got a white box there. It's a white box. With some bubble wrap. Uh, Have a look at this. What do you think of this? Gosh. Try and describe what it is that... So it's some sort of beaker, and it's got... It's a travel flask. It's a travel flask, and you have got... There's a photo of you on it. 
And are these your brothers? They're my brothers, yeah. Yes. So you get it made on the internet. That's a selfie of my mum. That's a selfie of your mum. Above that is a photograph of a dog. Is that your dog? Yeah, she just had a fillers done there. The dog or your mother? No, my mum, not the dog. And what's what's the dog called? Frank. Frank? Frank the Border Terrier. Frank the Border Terrier. And that's... uh, You've got two younger boys, your nephews. What are they called? Austin and Sebastian. Austin and Sebastian. They're two contrasting names. I like like Sebastian. I knew you'd like Sebastian. Yes. In fact, do you know what? That's the only name, if I weren't called William, that I would be happy with. Oh, you'd so be a Seb. Oh, you would so be a Seb. Sebastian. Sebastian, sorry. Because you know Sebastian goes to Oxford or Cambridge and wears his jumper over his shoulders. Yes. And he definitely wears Ralph Lauren, doesn't he? Ralph Lauren. Is that, is so that's nice. Yeah, anyway. So uh, that's William Hansen. If you didn't already guess, he's the one who knows the difference between a fork for your ice cream and a fork for your snails. Is there actually a fork for ice cream? There was in the Victorian times, yes. It, was, it fell out of uh, fashion Get pretty away. quickly. But yes, there is such a thing as an ice cream fork. And this is Jordan North. Oh, yeah. He's more Crystal Palace than Buckingham Palace, <laughs> more more immoral than Balmoral, and <laughs> a touch Holyrood. Uh, and talking of Buckingham Palace, Jordan, uh, would you like a drink? I would love a drink. So basically, this is just going to be a, a podcast of us talking about all different dilemmas and, and modern social challenges. William is uh, an etiquette expert. He's one of the UK's leading etiquette experts. Yes, that is actually a job, despite what HMRC tell me. <laughs> and, and I'm just like a radio presenter from Burnley, so... Uh, what, what are we on here? Gin and... Gin and de Bonnet. De Bonnet. Say it. De Bont. De Bonnet. De Bonnet. Now, this is, um, was the Queen Mother's and, indeed, Her Majesty the Queen's favourite drink. Oh, are you mixing it together? Yes, yeah, so it's, it's just normal gin. You mix it with de Bonnet. In fact, do we, have, we don't have a teaspoon or anything to mix it with. Do you with, want me pencil here? Don't use a pencil. Come on. But it's a jolly nice drink. Your very good health. Your very good health. Do you not say cheers? No. Do you yeah. actually not say cheers? No. Really? No. Cheers is what you might do at the end of a very good opera. You might cheer. But what we're doing now, toasting. Oh, God. You we're... would either say somebody's name, her Maj- Let's toast the Queen. Let's do the royal toast. Okay. How do you Repeat do that? after me. Okay. Her Majesty the Queen. Her Majesty the Queen. Don't clink glasses. Okay, you don't clink. Oh, that's delicious. Now, we should stress, Jordan, that you and I are actually friends. We are. um, This isn't some court-imposed friendship. No, we were saying this before. We shouldn't be friends on paper, should we? We met probably about eight, nine years ago. Is that how long ago it was? You remember, I was doing something for BBC Radio Five Live. Yes. And you were on work experience. I was the work... I was making tea. Yes. Brews. And then... About a year later, we met again at a mutual friend's house. Yeah. And I sort of went, oh, gosh, you were, the, you were the boy that you showed me the door, literally, at Radio 5 Live, you showed me out. Yeah. And we had a nice chat, and I thought, well, we won't keep in touch. And <laughs> here we are today. Do you know, when I first met you, because mm. we, we're the same age, uh, I thought you were about 40, honestly. Right. I did. I thought you were about 40. I'm not 40. I should just point out to the listeners that I'm not a a 40-year-old fat man. You dress like a 40-year-old fat man, though. How rude. I don't think this is... Look, I'm wearing J. Crew. What's that? Well, it's a, it's a, it's an American uh, designer, but it, it's, it's quite smart. Never heard of it. Where was that place we went that time? And I said it wrong, and you can start laughing. (laughs) What was it? In in the... um, In... When we went for a brew in... uh, where they give the yellow bags out, and you bought some shower gel that were about £20. Oh. It wasn't £20, it was more than that. I guess we went to Hermes. Hermes, that was And what it. did you say? Herms? Yeah, Herms. We're going to Herms. <laughs> I can't believe you bought a shower gel for that. How much for that shower gel? £39. £39. I'd get your shower gel for a pound in home bargains. 
I'm not even joking. So this episode is all about work Christmas parties. Those times when um, you're forced to drink a lot of alcohol with people that you don't really like. We've all been to a Christmas party. It's like when you end up in the station recovered with Jill from accounts at three o'clock and when you wake up regretting getting up on the karaoke with your boss. We're here on hand with advice to help you out, whatever your problem. Have you ever done karaoke before, William? Um, I think once when I was 11, and that's probably the ideal age to do karaoke, and once you do it, once you get into your teens, you need to reevaluate your life. OK. What was the song that you sang? Oh, gosh, I don't know. No? But I have stunning, a stunning voice. Yeah. Yes. The song that my, I sing is always uh, Tom Jones' Sex Bomb. Mm. Uh, and so you go for the ironic song. Yeah, and I do... Um, what was that one? Mustang Sally I did recently as well. Mustang Sally. You came to one of my Christmas parties a few years ago. Can you remember this? And I had done some lovely <laughs> canape- <laughs> yes. canapes in some puff pastry. Tell them the story. Go and on. as I was handing them out, and you were chatting to my friend Amy and a couple of others, uh, you picked them up and you said to Amy, you went, Oh, I'll... I love, I love asparagus. They're my favourite hermaphrodite. <laughs> and I said, Jordan, I think you mean aphrodisiac. <laughs> no, I got... Because I was a bit nervous because everyone there was quite well-to-do. You lumped me with someone that I'd never met before. I'm trying to make conversation. I lumped you with anyone. You had gravitated towards her. I'm trying to make conversation. I went, oh, asparagus. They're hermaphrodites, then. And you went, I, I think you'll find they're aphrodisiac, darling. When was the last time you went to a Christmas uh, I went to a Christmas party, party on... Last Friday, no, Friday before last. And where was this? Uh, it was in Preston, so it was my old employers. Okay. I went in to see them that week and they said, oh, there's a few places going on the Christmas party, why don't you go? So where, where did you go? For the it, it was at a bowling alley, the first part. So right. there was three bars, there was Switch in Preston, which just opened, it's like a bowling alley. Then there was another pub and then we went to a club called Evoke that used to be called... Oh, he's repeating on me that. It used to be called Lava at Night. Yeah, it's making me a bit hiccupy. Just sip it. You don't down it. We got some vouchers at this Christmas party. We got 11 vouchers in each place that we went. Mm. So it's like their own currency. And I was levered. I mean, absolutely levered. Arsold. Don't know if we can use those sort of like words really, in a podcast with my name in it. Really drunk, because you, you got eleven free drinks in in each place you went, and uh, oh, I was. And it, the thing about Christmas parties for me is, it's when you see the boss. So it's all right when you're like kissing and slobbering all over you. You work, mates. And that's kind of what Christmas parties is all about. That is a tribunal waiting to happen. <laughs> so, and that that is the trouble with office parties. I think, based on what you're saying, is that people. I think the boundaries yeah. that need to be there, just, just because there are big inflatable balloons, endless vodka and a remix of Despacito, doesn't mean to say that the boundaries that exist in your office throughout the rest of the year have disappeared at the office party. Well, there was one a couple of years ago. I think you heard about this because it was a friend of ours. We had, again, it was in Preston. We mm. had a blow-up bar outside. How so it was like It was like a bouncy castle blow-up bar. And right. an ogre roast. And a what? Hog roast. Right, put the H on. Oh, sorry, I don't know. <laughs> a hog roast. And it, it was like, it was being spit roasted. <laughs> and the, the generator kept tripping. So this uh, blow up bar that we had collapsed. So our uh, manager was going mad at the Christmas party mm-hmm. company that we organised it with. So we basically fell out with him. We ended up going back into, inside the station. It was a commercial station I worked for. And there's a reason why in the UK measures are given in pubs because we were pouring our own vodka because they basically just said, right, you can have the bar, this has been a disaster. We're pouring our own vodka, pouring our own gin, drinking loads of wine, and it ended up being a bit of a riot. I would dread it. You see, this is I'm very pleased that I work for myself. You can, but 
they can be a bit of a disaster. They can be a disaster and people have problems. And that is what today we are here to tackle in this safe space. Here's how Held I Sexted My Boss works. The theme is all about work Christmas parties, but that's about all we know, William. Yes, we have no idea what is coming next. It's all about your dilemmas, you the listener, and our advice. So I believe to start us off, we have a caller. On the line, we have Ricky. Hello. Oh, is it William Hanson? William Hanson. And this is Jordan, by the way. Hiya. Hello, Jordan. Hiya, how Ricky. I'm all right, mate. Yourself? Yeah, yeah, all right, thanks. Uh, we believe you've got a Christmas party story for us. You've got a I dilemma do. that you want our help with. Christmas party 2016, mm-hmm. uh, a Thursday night, started at our work, mm-hmm. and um, I noticed a girl at work, she was dressed she was dressed up very nicely. Yeah. And, what was uh, she, she wearing? Br- uh, a, a lovely red dress, mm-hmm. um, wearing bright red lipstick, and then moved on side to speaking to someone else. 15, 20 minutes later, I turn around and then start speaking to her again and her lipstick's gone. So I've just gone, were you wearing lipstick before? And she's gone, no. I'm like, no, no, don't, don't try and fool me. You were wearing red lipstick before? So no, I wasn't. And there's like a little smile on her face as she says it. So I've gone, where's your lipstick gone? <laughs> and one of these other girls goes, Ricky, shut up. Gone, oh, I've got you now. So I've got okay, I'll leave it. I'll leave it. We go to this other bar somewhere in Manchester, somewhere, and um, I'm sat down opposite her. I've gone, go on then. Was it one of the lads from sales? I've gone, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I've gone, no, go, go on, go on where, where'd the lipstick go? And she says, I don't know what you're talking about. And as she says it, she kind of looks over to this girl that she sat next to, and they're just kind of like this wry smile, this, like, wry-knowing smile. Yeah. And I've literally just looked at her, looked at this other girl, and looked back at the original girl, and a penny's just dropped. I am gripped. And as soon as I looked at them both, they both knew that I knew. The two of them have been having it off in the toilets at my work. I know that they're both straight girls. So this blew my mind. Fantastic. Gosh. An hour or so later, more drinks I had, they start just getting off at this bar. I'm watching this going, mother of God. One of my mates who's in love with the, one of the girls, he's gone to the bar to get obliterated. And have you ever seen, um, like, Blue Plant or something? And, like, when a sperm whale is about to die, <laughs> yeah. and, like, every creature under the sea started to come out. And I've got another bloke, like, sat next to me, literally just watching... And another one of my mates at work, he starts shouting to both of them, thinking he can make a threesome out of it. So oh dear. it's, what the hell do you do at a Christmas party when it's turned feral? <laughs> can I just say, Ricky, I think William's got a semi on here. I, I can assure <laughs> you I have not. <laughs> well, this is not very office appropriate, is it? I mean, this, this, this is taking the, uh, the office boundaries. And can I just ask vaguely what your profession is, Ricky? Uh, yeah, I, I work in a, a, an estate agent. An estate, ah. Uh, talking about lipstick, do you know why women started wearing lipstick? Go on. Originally, lipstick was worn by, how do I put this nicely, courtesans. Do you know what that is? No, what's that? Uh, ladies of the night. Oh, the right. The oldest profession. Yeah. Uh, they wore lipstick, and it was different sort of lipstick from, from what we have today, um, to accentuate their lips, so the lips mirrored another part of their anatomy. The yes, 
Oh, really? That was why lipstick was invented. What if they wore brown lipstick? <laughs> Can I have another de bonnet? I don't think you should have any more. I'm half cut here. Go on. Would you, would you like one? You're yeah. what? Well, I'm not half You're cut. You're half cut. I'm on my way. Where are you going? No, I'm like nearly pissed, I'm saying. R- really? Now, R- Ricky's problem was that he was cross, almost, disappointed that he was not invited to join any um, coming together. Orgies. Yes. Come hey, on. come on now. Your lot created orgies, so don't start... What do you mean, my lot? Aristocrats and all that. They were in on all that, you know, all upper Well, yes, class. Louis XIV was, was partic- and, and the 15th and the 16th were particularly uh, promiscuous. Yeah, so don't start saying coming together, because you it know, were your lot that had all those masquerade parties and what have you. On a slight tangent, you know when you drink tea? Yeah. When you drink... If you do drink it from a cup and saucer, which I appreciate may be rare, when you do drink it from a cup and saucer, <laughs> do you extend your little finger? No, why? Do you know where that came from? No. Because, you know, people extend their little finger thinking it was sophisticated. Yeah. Well, suppose... It, well, You it don't was, like that, do you? No, no, no. Yeah. Because it was, I say sophisticated, it was something that the French aristocracy did in the time of Louis fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. 15, 16. Right. But, um, of course, that was when the word etiquette was invented. But uh, there was a lot of promiscuity, as we've mentioned. Yeah. And so there was a lot of sexually transmitted disease. So yeah. if you knew you had uh, a VD, let's put it that way, uh, when drinking tea at court, because tea was the drink, it was very expensive, it was imported from China, all the aristocracy drank it. If you knew you had something and someone started flirting with you across the room, you would extend your little finger to show that you had vaginal discharge. <laughs> to show. So that they knew what they were signing up for. So you stuck your pinky out if you had the clap? Yeah. Le clap. Le clap. <laughs> A reminder that you can write to us at any time. William will reply to all letters with his personal letterheaded paper... Ooh. Do you well, yes, have you, personal lettered of paper? Yes. I mean, it doesn't have my name on it because that would be common, but it has my, my address on it. Really? Yes. Or if you're living in the 21st century, you can tweet us at sexedmyboss. Just tweet us any dilemmas that you've got and we will be more than happy to, to answer them. William will give his etiquette ad- advice on it. Um, we've already had a tweet. It's in an envelope. Um, yes. Now, do you have the letter opener? Uh, are you joking? I'm going to read it verbatim, as, in, as it's written. I'm going to start writing these words down. I was talking to me boss, Kevin. I then tripped over a chair and started laughing, drunkenly. My eyes failed me. My feet failed me. My dignity has now failed. Help. What do you think of that? Well, I think that's ridiculous. That is a, a, Presumably this happened at office Christmas party, that they have become completely trolled and going to, and have just have sort of shown that side of their personality. Yeah. I think the mistake that a lot of people make is that they go to office Christmas parties and they think fabulous someone else is paying for the for the alcohol. Oh, tell me about it. Yeah. I can get as drunk as I like. You and that's not the attitude to have. But I think bosses and if any bosses are listening, I think if you've got a lot of people working under you, giggity, and you're going to a Christmas party and you're paying for it, all these people that have worked hard for the year, you know that there's gonna be a couple of foolish moments. People are gonna say the wrong things. I think you've gotta let it go. If you sack someone after a Christmas party, then I think you're a bad boss. I think your actions can at an office party, even if it's not at the office, are held accountable. It's it's a grey area because it's away from the office. It's not necessarily at the office. Mm-hmm. But I think your bosses will be looking at your actions. I think when it does come to maybe a pay review or even who who should who should go, who should stay, it will be uh, counted. You know, will be put towards your uh, to, to the decision. 
Um, and I think, you look, if you have got a bit uh, squiffy at the party, you have to go to the person, the boss, and sort of the next day or, or after Christmas and say, I'm really sorry that that happened. It was unprofessional. You have to recognise your actions. You have to take some responsibility and ownership of that and hope that that is enough. What a load of... Look, right, all you got to do is sweat it out for a couple of days. Beer fear is one of the only problems about drinking. What? Beer fear. Beer fear. Fear, yeah. What is that? So it's like someone likes me who likes to drink. Every now and then you'll have a few too many to drink. You'll say something or do something that's a bit stupid and, and you'll be worrying about it for a couple of days. You'll have beer fear. And it sounds like this person's got beer fear. It's because it's a Christmas party. That's what Christmas parties are all about. That's what I keep saying to you. Well, I disagree. And finally, we've had quite a sensational thread of emails forwarded on to us. Sensational. There, yes. William. Oh. We've got our second envelope there, William. Again, I know we've no letter opener knife thing, so... Uh, I'm coping. You're such a commoner. You'll be guzzling down pints next week, won't you, now? Oh, yes. <laughs> I'll be shopping in Sainsbury's. Hey! Hmm? What's wrong with Sainsbury's? No, no, no. I mean, all right, Aldi or Lidl, but Sainsbury's is all right. Sainsbury's quite middle class. The emails say... Again, I'm going to read these verbatim. Well... You can always tell you had a great Christmas party when you get in the next morning and see these emails are in your inbox. Oh. Subject. Quitting. Body. I think everyone knows why. I'm sorry. John. Subject. Requitting. Body. You didn't need to quit, John. Subject. Requitting. Yes, I do. I can't work in a place being known as the guy who shit his pants at the Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. That is fantastic. He actually shit himself at a Christmas party. Um I don't know what your etiquette expert's thoughts on that, but I think John's right. You can't go back if if, if I'd shit myself at work, you can't you can't go back. I think he needs a little bit more fibre in his diet. To, my, <laughs> my initial suggestion. If you can't you can't go back to um to work if you've uh, defrocated. Def- De- defecated. Def- defecated. Defecated. If you've defecated yourself. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. You can't go back to work if at a Christmas party you've defecated oneself. Yes. No, you can't. You can't. I mean, that is a bit of a, a, bit of a problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't believe he shit himself at work. <laughs> I can't believe that. Imagine shitting yourself at a work Christmas party. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's really tickled me. Imagine it. I wonder what you were doing, like... Yeah, so I said to Alison, I want to promote... Oh, I think I've shattered. What would you do? You think you've what? Shattered. I'm not sure that's the You know what shattered is? It's where you fart and shit yourself. Shit and farted, shattered. How would you... Right, so say somebody... This guy's obviously asking for advice. I did have a... To be fair, and I don't know if I really want to share the story, but in year seven, I was in the <laughs> choir. Oh, God. And we were in choir practice in the chapel at school, and I did have a similar problem. You shit yourself? Not in so many words. (laughs) But there was a slight issue that needed to to have me released from uh, Mozart's Requiem, and I then had to go and uh, go to the the lavatories near the sports uh, department and remove my underwear. I once got in bath after my brother and he pooed in it. It was horrible. And I remember, like, proper freaking out and crying and going, Mum! I was, like, 15 as well at the time. It wasn't like, OK. Anyway, um, what would your advice be to John? My Do you think advice... he's done the right thing there, leaving work? 
Well, I mean, that's that's a bit drastic. But if it was a good job that... I mean, look, if there were other issues and that, and that really was sort of what pushed him to actually leave, then, then fair enough. But if he liked his job, I think you've got to own it. It's unfortunate. Probably everybody has done it at, at some stage in their life. <laughs> N- normally as a child, for most people. Not as a, not as a fully grown adult. Um, and so I think... He needs to sort of go to people, let them... He needs to do what supposedly Bruce Forsyth did on the day that Bruce Forsyth came in to do the Generation game and he was wearing a wig. So, as you know, Bruce Forsyth used to wear a wig. I never knew that. Because he was going bold. And he came in with a wig, everyone knew it was a wig, and he said, right, get your jokes out now, we're going to have a week where you do jokes about me wearing a wig, and then after that, that's that. You wore a wig? Yeah. Oh. Has John done the right thing and left work because no, he... No, I don't think he should need to, I to, think to he quit should. work. I John, think people I, are going to be more forgiving. I, I would do the same. I would imagine... I mean, one one wonders what sort of job he does. One hopes he's not controller of the royal household. (laughs) Oh, God. Right, pretty much, I couldn't think... I think there's there's having sex with the boss and getting caught at a Christmas party, and then I think the second worst thing you could do is shit yourself in front of your colleague. Right. (laughs) Uh, Remember, if you want to get in touch with us at any point, you can just tweet us at sextedmyboss. William... What have we learned today during Help, I Sexted My Boss? Well, I think we've learned that a lot of the problems at office Christmas parties uh, stem around alcohol and people generally uh, slipping below uh, par and behaving in a way that is not considered office appropriate. Okay. And I personally think, I think if I were, if I had colleagues, if I had uh, employees to look after, I would have a teetotal office Christmas party. God, bore off. Bore off. What do you mean, bore off? It's... You don't need alcohol to have fun. Is that anything else you've learnt? Well, I've learnt that you like Gina de Bonnet, which, which opens up uh, a new uh, I angle love... for, for when you come for dinner. I love gin and de Bonnet. Good. I, I really do. I, I, would, I would definitely drink that again. I can see there's nothing left in the bottle. <laughs> I'm pretty pissed. Um... Today, I have learnt that we shouldn't be friends, should no, we? No, we shouldn't be friends. But we are. Well, we were. We, <laughs> we are, aren't we? Yes, we are. I think we, I think we hit it off the first time when you took me out for that meal and I ordered the mussels. You did order the mussels and so a finger bowl was brought. <laughs> this and, is true. And, uh, you know, ahead of the mussels actually arriving because, as you know, mussels are a finger food and you eat them with your hand and then you use the mussel, uh, one shell, an empty shell of a mussel to pick out the actual muscle from all the other muscles. And so the waiter brought the finger bowl and you looked at it and then you looked up at the waiter and with no sense of irony, you said, I didn't order the soup. (laughs) But to be fair, we both giggled and had a laugh at that, didn't we? It was more hysterical laughter on my part, but it was more laughing at you. Well, I've enjoyed this afternoon. Jordan, it's been... It's been well. It's been, and that's the most important thing. <laughs> it, has it? it has been. It has been. Next time on Help, I Sexted My Boss. It's all about New Year gym fails. So if you need our help navigating the challenges of getting yourself fit, going to the gym, or any other exercise fails or problems that you've got, or even gym etiquette, if you're a yes. bit of a sweaty gym user, what you know, which part, which hair on your body is the hairdryer actually for? That sort of thing. There's a bloke who goes in my gym, right, and he drives. He drives his pubes with hairdryer. Oh, it's disgusting, it's minging. isn't it? It's like, don't do that. I mean, I won't even do that at home, but don't. I think he gets kicks out of it. Proper, like, honestly. No, I don't need like a practical this. demonstration. Every time, Jordan, every sit every down. Time, mate. Sit. Leg. Don't. Cocked up on table. Air dryer. 
on his pubes. So if, if you've got anything like that or stuff that you see at the gym, uh, tweet us at sextedmyboss. That's at sextedmyboss. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, Yuletide felicitations. What's that mean? Happy Christmas. Does it? I don't like Happy Christmas. I think it sounds common. Merry Christmas. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ooh, what do we think of that, then? Well, it was... Well, it was. It was a different time. That's what we're going to say. It was. But, you know, it, in, we're, as you as you mentioned on our bonus last week, we're, we're there in a studio recording, and that's something that we're obviously, hopefully, uh, going to be getting back to for the next series. Yeah. So I'll definitely. be able to keep an eye on you in person. Might be able to smack yeah. you if it's if it's legal, if you misbehave. Oh, please. <laughs> um <laughs> Overly, the new series will be in the studio. Uh, thanks very much for listening to our pilot episode. I'm going to go off and have a full bottle of Debonnet now because I think I need it after that. Debont. <laughs> oh, God. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.